I want to speak on fellowship with the Holy Spirit. Fellowship with the Holy Spirit. Fellowship with the Holy Spirit. Father, the entrance of your word, give it light. Bring illumination and understanding to us. In Jesus' name, somebody say amen. I've been asking the Holy Spirit what to share with you. There's a strong desire in my heart. I'm going to teach you a number of things and I want you to come prepared because I, I, I believe that as believers, we must have intimate relationship with the Holy Spirit. Every Christian in this house should be able to hear the voice of the Holy Spirit. You should be able to operate in a gift of the Holy Spirit, either one or two or three or four or five. A gift of the Holy Spirit is for believers. And we can be praying and praying and praying, but until we have a, 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 a fellowship with the Holy Spirit and a manifestation of the gift of the Holy Spirit, we would okay, screen is okay. We will not benefit fully as believers we will become dependent on people but god doesn't want us he wants us to share fellowship he doesn't want us to be dependent on people number two he doesn't want us to just be receivers only but he wants us to be administrators of the gifts of the holy spirit are we are we together in this place are we together in this place so 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 as your pastor this year one of my major assignments is to empower you equip you so that when you show up everybody will know that this is a child of god who operates by the leading of the holy spirit hallelujah since we began faith life church i have set it as a mark not to raise up a people unto myself but to raise up a people whose focus is christ and they become independent minded christians in other words alone they can listen to hear from god and know what the holy spirit is saying to them hallelujah you know usually when 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 ministries begin a lot of ministers would want to and draw the attention of the people to themselves and make it look like without them you can do nothing but one of the things i've come to trust god for and has always been my greatest desire from the day i got the call of god on my life is that to be just a bridge between god and his people my assignment is to be a platform it's like i'm a broker of god and his people i broker a relationship between god and his people so i introduce you to god i bring god in i bring you in i've met you and i step back that has always been my assignment and i'd like you to know that if you're in faith life church you are in a church that will teach you equip you so that you have an upper hand in your walk with god faith life church is a church designed to teach you how to live the faith life are we together 
And so as we begin 21 days of fasting, I'd like to teach you some truths that I've come to know as a believer, as a Christian. Now, why am I doing this? Why am I doing this? I understand that a time would come some of you will leave this church. A time will come based on travels, based on on marriage, based on education, you may leave this place and go somewhere else. But I don't want you to go like an orphan. I want you to go as a good soldier of Christ, equipped unto every good work. Are we together in this place? Are we together in this place? I believe one of my assignments is, is to the body of Christ. Is to teach the body of Christ two things. Fellowship with the Holy Spirit and how to live the Christian life. Hallelujah. 2 Corinthians chapter 13 verse number 14. 2 Corinthians 13 verse 14. I hope we're on social media. Please, are we on social media? Mm. Ah, a pastor friend sent me a text and said, wishing me a multifaceted thriving in 2022. Wow, what a blessing. What a blessing. I like to share it as you, okay, is this tonight? I like to share it on my social media pages because people want to have, a, they want to tune in and, um, uh, oh Jesus, hallelujah. Um, a lady who doesn't come to this church to send me a text before the program will start that please i like you to connect with me every night and i want to i want to i want to be part of what you're doing in this place because second corinthians 13 verse 14 the grace of the lord jesus christ the love of god and the fellowship of the holy spirit be with you all praise the lord now, Paul is ending his letter to the Corinthian church. And Paul says that the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ should be with you. The love of God. So there are three different things we see in this text. Number one is the grace of the Lord Jesus. So Jesus came with a grace. So it's not just enough for you to receive grace. The Bible says by grace are ye saved through faith it is the gift of, of of god so the grace of god that bringeth salvation unto all men has appeared unto us so so the grace of the lord jesus we have received he says the love of god or the love of the father why is paul speaking about the love of the father because in this text paul looks at the triune god he looks at the grace that we have in in our relationship with jesus the grace that has given us access to the inheritance of god i hope we are recording i hope you are recording the grace of god has given us access to what the inheritance of god he says that it is not enough to have the grace but you must experience the love of the father i like you to understand that it is important as believers that we experience the love of the father somebody say the love of the father, the love of the father. 
says that the day you recognize that God loves you, your, your attitude, your approach to life will change. Because it's no more about what you wear or what you eat, but the Father's love is a covering on your life, and the covering of the Father brings you protection. The covering of the Father makes us recognize that the scripture says we are the apple of his eyes. David's greatest secret is that David understood the love of the father and i pray that this year you will for the first time experience the love of the father you know i've always said i am god's child i'm a king's kid my father only gives me the best that is why i am very patient because i understand that my father loves me and if he withholds anything from me it is because the timing is not right because he knows what is best for my life and so when i approach god in fasting and prayer i'm not in a hurry to ask him for anything why because i recognize my father loves me and all he wants me to do is to just trust him and lean not on my own understanding but in all my ways acknowledge that his love covers me and his love would constrain him to only give me the best and not the worst are we together in this place mm. feel god in this place hallelujah amen somebody say the love of the father mm. and then we have and the fellowship of the holy spirit he says be with you so how many things does he want you to be with us number one is what the grace of the lord jesus christ number two what should be with us the love of god and number three is what the fellowship of the holy spirit somebody say fellowship somebody say fellowship my god in john chapter 14 verse 16 before jesus will go up to heaven this is what he said. Give me from verse John chapter 14, verse 15, before we come to 16. John chapter 14. He said, if you love me, keep my commandment. What is the instruction? It's an if clause in instruction. He says, if what? Do what? Next verse, next verse, next verse, next verse. And I will pray the Father, and he shall give you another comforter that he may abide with you forever next verse even the spirit of truth whom the world cannot receive because it hears him not neither know him but ye know him for he dwelleth with you and shall be in you now let's look at the progression let's go back let's go back let's look at the progression i i told you that this year's fasting is different because by the time we zoom in this year there will be many manifestations of power in this sense but i need to lay a foundation of truth he says verse 16 please verse 16 and i will pray the father and he shall give you another comforter so jesus came as a as a thank you jesus came as a comforter 
And he says, I will pray. In other words, whenever Jesus showed up, when people were crying and he shows up, they were encouraged because they knew that their situation would change. When they lack food and Jesus showed up, he knows that the man who can multiply bread and fish has showed up. When they are in a, a, a boat and they are going somewhere and there's a storm that is blowing against the boat and they are afraid of death, when Jesus shows up, they know he will steal the storm, the raging see and and it will be still are we together and so jesus is speaking that you see in those days when a dead person is passing by and jesus shows up and lays his hand on on that dead person the dead person comes back to life when when jesus shows up in your house and your in-law is not well or somebody in your house is not well he lays his hand on the person and the person gets healed and when people are demon possessed and jesus shows up he casts out the demons and demons go and 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 cripples walk and those who have been bedridden all their life they begin to walk and jesus is saying just as you were comforted whilst i was with you i will pray to my father that because of his love that he has loved you he will send you a person like me who is the same as me who comes in as a comforter he calls him another comforter he means that child of god jesus he was a man and he was limited to jerusalem but Jesus is saying, I'm sending you another comforter. And this comforter, he will do three things. Number one, number one, he says that he may, he did not say he will, he may. Because the Holy Spirit needs permission to be with you. I pray, and I'd like you to write it down. The Holy Spirit needs your permission to be with you. be with you that he may abide with you when forever it means this one doesn't die it means you can have a fellowship with the holy spirit forever next verse next verse next verse even the spirit of truth the holy spirit is called the spirit of truth in other words when the holy spirit is with you he abides with you forever somebody say he abides with me forever somebody say he abides with me forever he says even the spirit of truth he means that this one he's a spirit of truth he will only tell you the truth Sometimes the truth of the Holy Spirit is not nice. How many of you know that sometimes it's very difficult to take in the truth? Because the Holy Spirit, he knows your strength. And he knows what you don't know. And he calls him the spirit of truth. And he says, whom the world cannot receive because it seeth him not. The world cannot receive him because they can't see him. Next verse. Neither knoweth him. But ye know him, 
way. So this one, he says that he may abide with you, but he's dwelling. So he's, he, he abides with you or he dwells with you. And then he says he shall be with you. So, so look, different things. To abide means what? Somebody look for the meaning of abide for me in the dictionary. To abide means what? Hmm. Check it for me. It's what? And then do... Uh-huh. Thank you. He's been what? Staying. And he will be in you. He dwells with you means he's in you. Now, one, he's with you. Two, he's in you. Three, he shall be all. There are three. There are twelve. Dwell with you, abide with you, and shall be in you. There are three different things. One, listen to me. One, 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 one. He walks with you to protect you. He walks with you. He's staying by your side to protect you, to comfort you, to partner with you to do life together as a Christian. Are you writing? Will you remember? He abides with you to commune with you. He abides with you to do what? He's abiding with you to teach you. He's abiding with you to do what? To teach you. John chapter 14 verse 26. But the helper, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, he will teach you all things and bring to your remembrance all that I said to you. He's abiding with you to bring things into your remembrance. He dwells in you to strengthen you in the inner man. So that you are not afraid of anything. Are you listening to me? He's living in you to strengthen you in the inner man. So that he's in you. He, he's in you. He strengthens you. You are not afraid. You have courage in the midst of the storm. When they call your spirit, they won't find you. Why? Because the Holy Spirit has infused his spirit with your spirit. You and the Holy Spirit have become one. It is like mixing milk and sugar and water. When you mix milk, sugar, and water, you can never separate it. But when you drink it, you know that there's water inside. You know that there's sugar inside. And you know that there's... Thank you. That is what the Holy Spirit does. He, He... he comes to infuse your spirit with his spirit. So that now your spirit can call the father Abba Father. Because your spirit is infused with the spirit. And the Bible says that our spirit bears witness with the spirit that we are the sons of God. We can commune with God because the Holy Spirit is living, is dwelling in the inside of us. He's living in us. Our spirit and his spirit is one. And when we are grieved, the Holy Spirit is grieved. 
that is why when he lives in you you cannot sin that's why when you sin he steps away because he and you your spirit is one that is why a christian cannot go and sin you can't live anyhow because when the guy is touching you in sensitive places guess what paul said the life that i live it is not i but christ who lives in me when he touches you he's touching the holy spirit can you imagine going to undress for a man you are not married to and the holy spirit is wondering what, what don't you know that your body is my temple i'm dwelling in your body and you are exposing me to a man that i am not married if you will do this i will step away that is why you cannot keep bitterness in your heart because bitterness is a spirit resentment is a spirit unforgiveness is a spirit and when the holy spirit is dwelling in your spirit you cannot have another spirit dwelling in you he said in revelations i stand at the door and knock if any man would open me i would come in and commune with him and dine with him Revelation chapter 3 verse 20. Can I preach? Mm. Mm. The Holy Spirit is a person. I'm going to go to John chapter 16 and then I'll, I'll now go in there. John 16 verse 13. John chapter 16 verse 13. But when he the spirit of truth comes he will guide you into all the truth the holy spirit will guide that is why he doesn't just dwell in you that's why he doesn't just abide with you he doesn't just stay in you he's there to guide you why because he's a person when you walk with a guide wouldn't he guide you talk to me if you've not been somewhere before and you're working with somebody who has been there before won't he guide you yeah that's why when the holy spirit is in you your husband cannot lie you you will catch him your wife cannot lie. i'm telling you the truth you, you will catch him before i married my wife i used to fear thank god that now i'm not misbehaving so she's not seeing anything telling the truth sir the first day I went to see my wife's sister, elder sister, she said to me that, although my sister is very sensitive, if you do anything, she will catch you, so be careful. That's the first statement she said. She says, my sister is very sensitive to the leading of the Holy Spirit. Whatever you do, my sister will catch you. She may not say it, but don't think that she's not seen it. Huh. Then, you know what happened? Because, you know, we are not married, and, and when brothers are not married, we still talk to other ladies. I mean, how many of you know that that's the truth? We still talk to other ladies. We, we still talk to other ladies. But guess what? What I've learned by experience with this lady Irene is that the moment I see another lady, whether the lady likes me or I like the person, the moment I have a thought, an impure thought about the lady, I, I am thinking or considering maybe this girl too, when I look at her six by six and her 36, it will be better. My phone will ring and the first statement will be, hello, are you okay? It's the first statement. Are you, I, I, I mean, it kept happening after two, three times. I, I made the decision that you know i've made the decision with this girl let me just stay there because she will call sir it, one day 
I was talking to a lady like that. We're chatting. And then I was telling the lady that, you know, there's a, new, there's a lady in my life now. He says, hey, okay, but it doesn't matter. I don't have to be a lady in your life. We can just, just have a fling. I said, you know, this thought that has come into your head now, my phone will ring in, the, in less than two minutes. She will call. You watch. So the lady said, oh, it's not true. What I part the phone rang. Now, now, I'm sure maybe she did not even know what she was doing. But the Holy Spirit was always reminding her at this time, call Opana, at that time. <laughs> you, you see, when you have a fellowship with the Holy Spirit, he will lead you to do things that you yourself, you've not even thought about it. Child of God, there is nothing like having a fellowship with the Holy Spirit. And I'm telling you, brothers, there's somebody that you've been having, when you're there, you feel this pain around your lower abdomen. You feel this pain that God is healing you of every problem with your kidneys or your pancreas. You are being healed in the name of Jesus. Say, I receive it. How did I get that one? The Holy Spirit is indicating to me. Can I preach in this place? Can I preach in this place? Hmm. You see, where am I? Where am I? Where am I? Somebody talk to me. He says, John 16, 13, but when he, the spirit of truth comes, he will guide you into all truth. For he will not speak on his own initiative. But whatever he hears. So the Holy Spirit hears. The Holy Spirit does what? The man that you have a fellowship with, he hears. He will speak. The Holy Spirit does what? And he will disclose to you what is to come. My fellowship with the Holy Spirit will cause me to have an advantage in life. Why? Because the Holy Spirit will hear and tell me what is about to happen. Number two. The Holy Spirit will speak to me what to do. When I am faced with difficulties or when I have to make a difficult decision. And number three, he would disclose it to me, things that are hidden. You see, when we say disclose, it means that thing is closed. But he would dis a closed thing. Do you know, your fellowship with the Holy Spirit can cause him to show you who your children will become. Lady Irene was sitting in church. She was, she was praying, I was preaching, I didn't even know. I didn't know. She was sitting in church, and the Holy Spirit said to her, you will marry this one. He said, this one, I don't like. This one, I didn't know her. She heard, she never even approached me. That's the strangest part of the whole thing. She heard, but she didn't speak to me. Then she was dealing with the Holy Spirit, and then the Holy Spirit said to her, she says, I can't, I can't handle it. He says, he says, my grace is sufficient. You know, God was calling Lady Irene for me. I didn't even know. But after many, maybe months or something, we, we, we started having fellowship together. We, friendship, we started building our uh, friendship. We're discussing scriptures. We're discussing Christian life and things like that gradually. And then now, when I fell in love with her, now she says no. And I'm begging her and she says no. 
I'm crying. She says no. But any time I want to move on, because I have a fellowship with the Holy Spirit, that this girl cries, what is it that she's just bluffing me like this? Then the Holy Spirit will say, have patience for her, for she shall give you peace. The reason why I have peace is because my fellowship with the Holy Spirit has given me access to a privileged information that at the initial stage I did not know. If not the Holy Spirit, after I've gone to marry some girl bit later, I discovered that she used to be a wine beba. You understand? You know where wine beba is? Corinthians. I'm telling the truth. I'm telling the truth. Brothers and sisters, listen to me. You need to have a fellowship with the Holy Spirit. And God wants to have intimate relationship with you. But will you give him a chance? You know when I got this sermon, when I came to sit here, the Holy Spirit wants to have a relationship with you. Not just for you to just be a normal Christian, but that when you pick the Bible, he will explain the truth to you. He will, he will take from what you have learned and remind you when you are faced with difficulty. He, 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 he boosts up your emotional strength when you are faced with, capacity, with difficulty because he will remind you a truth of God's promise just as you have heard. Somebody say fellowship with the Holy Spirit. Oh, say like you mean it. One more time, say like you mean it. Mm. Somebody's asking the question, how can I have fellowship with the Holy Spirit? Now, let's look at what fellowship in, in the Bible means. According to the Greek translation, it means koinonia, K-O-I-N-O-N-I-A, koinonia. It means communion. It means partnership. It means participation. I said it means what? It means communion. It means partnership. It means participation. It means shared union. Shared union. Shared. Yeah. That's what it means. It means, it means, it means communication. The Holy Spirit wants to communicate with you on daily basis. On what basis? Ah. So, the question you want to ask tonight is, how do I have a fellowship with the Holy Spirit? Number one, by appreciating him as a person. You must appreciate the Holy Spirit as a person. In other words, you must recognize that the Holy Spirit is not a bed. The Holy Spirit is not an influence. The Holy Spirit is not a bed. The Holy Spirit is not an influence. The Holy Spirit is not a smoke. The Holy Spirit is not goosebumps. I was going to say goosebump pimples. He's a person, Aunt Elizabeth. Just as you, you know me and you miss me and you call me, the Holy Spirit wants you to know him, miss him, and call him. 
How do you do that? It is that you assign a time where you sing unto him, where you love on him, where, where, where you talk to him about the things that are important to you. For instance, I have a pastor friend we pray every night. Then there's, um, there's somebody that I've seen death against a person's life and I'm really dealing with it and because I'm, I'm the pastor, my passion and commitment and is, to, is to make sure that the person is secure. So I'm, I'm praying, but there's no change. I'm praying, and there's no change. I've not seen a shift in whatever it is that is the demonic attack. So three days ago, at dawn, I called a pastor friend of mine. So I told him that this person is crazy. He's doing this, he's doing this. He's, he's not taking the thing serious. What do I do? He says, what does the other, the partner do? Then I told the person what the partner does. He says, okay, if this person doesn't pay tight, and therefore you cannot rebuke the, the enemy based on his sacrifice, then use the wife's one and stand on the wife's one and say, Lord, because of this one. Then he showed me a scripture that even though I've been a Christian for many years, I know the scripture, but it never came to my mind. He says, let the believing wives conduct themselves wisely. So he says, use that scripture that because the wife is a believing wife and is conducting herself wisely, and the Bible says the two shall be made one, then based on that, the covering of the wife should now become the covering of the man. It was 2 a.m. When we were praying, that based on fellowship with him, he released an information that will cause me to preserve a sheep that I'm a shepherd to. When you have a fellowship with the Holy Spirit and you set a time for him, you come to him and you commune and you talk about the things that are bothering you and he will show you the solution to avert any calamity that must befall you. That is what fellowship with the Holy Spirit does. I use a physical thing to show you. So in communion with the Holy Spirit, he can draw your attention to something. See how the thing is. Sometimes I can be in fellowship with the Holy Spirit. Then I'll pick something about a member. Then I'll deal with it. I'll pick something about a member. Then I'll deal with it. I'll pick something about a member. That I and I deal with all kinds of interesting stories in this church for you. You know why? Because in fellowship with him, the Bible says precious are the lives of the saints. God wants to keep you. But except you are in fellowship with him, he won't tell you anything. Mary, you know my number. You don't call me. So because you don't call me, the day that I need egg, can I call you? Now answer the question. Can I call you? Yeah, so the reason why we don't know God is because we don't have a fellowship with him. I, 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 I get it. I know Mrs. J.S. Nama. It's on my phone. She goes always on my Facebook watching, watching me. But she doesn't call me. So me too, I don't call her. So guess what? When even I pick up prophecies about her, I don't tell her. I tell the husband. Because I have a fellowship with him. I don't have a fellowship with this one. The Holy Spirit speaks to pastors because we have fellowship with him, but you don't have. But when you start having a fellowship, he will not tell me about you. He will talk to you yourself. Am I, am I telling the truth? This one, no pastor will tell you that. That the Holy Spirit, the day you start talking, ah. How? You know, I came to church today to come and pray. 
was praying with somebody and I was sitting down here and I said to the Holy Spirit, I have a 9 o'clock, I have an 8.30 meeting. Let the person delay by maybe 45 minutes. Let me finish with this one. The person delayed. The person said to me, I woke up very early that I'll, I'll make an 8 a.m. meeting with you. I wanted to be at 8. The person came 9.15. And at the time the person got here, I had just said to the Holy Spirit, um, I think it's okay. This person, I'm about to finish it. Let a new person come. Then a new person came. So when you have a fellowship with the Holy Spirit, you can control what comes in and what goes out. Today we're going to pray. Amen. For a fellowship with the Holy Spirit. How many of you want that? How many of you, how many of you want that? that? That part of God. You know, sometimes I travel and Lady Irene is not there. Thoughts come into my mind. I won't lie. Hello? You know, if Lady Irene is there, can I tell you some funny thing? Lady Irene doesn't encourage me to take in a lot of coffee. Whenever I travel, especially in, the, in an aeroplane or in a hotel, the first thing I do is that Irene, yeah, coffee, When I come, I pretend like I've not drank anything. Mm-mm, I've not drank. But because she doesn't know, but the Holy Spirit is everywhere. So if he tells you not to do something, guess what? Wherever you go, he's with you. Your hotel room is there. Bathroom is there. Bedroom is there. You can't hide anything from him. So, so whatever you do, please remember the Holy Spirit is there. So somebody is asking me that, so what about me, the married one? What we want to do? What, what married people do? What will you do? The Holy Spirit will step away from the room. He'll go and sit in the hall and wait for you. There is true. But in Song of Solomon, we are told that they were making love and, and God came in. <laughs> Scriptures, oh. God came in. Why? Because the marriage bed is undefiled. So at that point, it's not a sin because the marriage bed is what? But apart from that, Phoebe, you are not permitted. How are we, are we, are we, are we together? Yeah, what? No. I won't mention the sinner's name. If I mention the sinner's name, it will be some way. Let me mention the one who is not a sinner and after all. Someone say, Holy Spirit, I invite you. I want to have a fellowship with you. Can I continue? Can I continue? Mm. Ah, you see, the Bible says at Pentecost, the people were waiting for the promise of the Father. They were in one accord. Why? Because they were looking for somebody they could fellowship with. See, when you go through difficulties in your Christian life, all you need is the Holy Spirit. The early church, they were being persecuted. They were running away because they had killed their master. And what they needed was the Holy Spirit. You know, there are a lot of movies now on, 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 on people who have supernatural powers. And some of them, they pick it from, from, 
from the gifts of the Holy Spirit. And they, they find a way. Because the Holy Spirit has power. That's why, because he's, he's not natural. He comes from a spiritual realm. And he superimposes his influence on the natural. We call it the supernatural. It is the superimposing on the natural. He means that it overrides natural things. So tumors can disappear. Blind eyes can see. Lame can walk. Kidneys can be replaced. Lungs can be replaced. Organs can be replaced. I was, I was praying with a guy. He just sent me a text message. He sent me money today. You are here. You are not sending me money. Outsiders are sending me money. Outsiders are sending me money. Mm. He sent me money today. And this is what he said. He said this. He said this. What is the guy's text message? That added money to it. Lord help me to find him. Ah. Uh, he said, I don't know where I can find it. It's okay. He said that he had a hepatitis B or something, something. Okay, now let me read this guy's text. In 2019, I discovered I had hepatitis B chronic, which means no clinical cure. So I started taking herbal medication. Then in January 2020, I lost my job. In March or April same year, I started having pains in my abdomen. So I went for scans and screening and it was discovered I have a condition called renal ectopia. Meaning one, the left of my kidneys is out of its normal position. And all scans I had done could not show where it is. The situation came with so much pain and discomfort because I felt the need to pee very often. I spent all my little savings on medication and moving from one pastor, prophet, prayer house, herbal home to another. All along to have been all along to i have been applying for jobs all this time to no avail but late last year i got a job i had to do medicals which i feared i would fail because of my hepatitis and kidneys problem but it worked out well i was told i have a clean bill of health so i want to sow a seed he called me on phone we prayed and the pain disappeared then he called me again and he was threatening that he's going, he's gotten a job. But now they say you should go and do medical. What should you do? I said, the same God who healed you of the pain that you were feeling, that same God will heal you that they will not find it. And by the influence of the Holy Spirit, when he went, the company employed him because they did not find any problem with his health. When the Holy Spirit comes upon you, your natural body circulation and metabolism he influences the chemical composition of your body when the holy spirit is in you we are told by scripture if the same spirit that dwells in you that raised up christ dwells in you it will quicken your mortal body so you begin to enjoy immortality on earth because your 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 immortality swallows up your mortality in other words the things that could have killed you because you have the life of god in your body you cannot die 
Turn to your neighbor and say, I cannot die. One more time, say, I cannot die. John. No, let me just end. Let me just end. Let me just end. We are told in Ephesians chapter 4 verse 30. You see, you see, that. And do not grieve the Holy Spirit of God with whom you were sealed for the day of redemption. So the Holy Spirit can be grieved. When he speaks to you and you don't listen, you will grieve him. I mean, that's the most serious part. Today when I got to the house, I was telling my wife that. I love what I'm having now. I'm having fellowship with the Holy Spirit. I love what I'm I pray that I don't lose it. My wife said, you will not lose it. You understand? My wife, she's my best friend. My best friend. Because the Holy Spirit, you can grieve him. No, 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 no. He's so sensitive, you can easily grieve him. You want to watch something, he's telling you, don't watch. You keep watching. Obey God. That's why I don't drink. It's not like it's not like you, you are smarter than me and you 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 are drinking wine. Oh, the percentage is small. You are drinking uh, 8 p.m. and Smenov and give me some of the names. Amira, what are the drinks that people drink? You they are know now you are sanctified and saved. Anna Utrebi. Eh? Bailey's. Hey! Bear what? Bear tree. Bear tree. No. <laughs> Praise the Lord. The Holy Spirit doesn't like that. Because he's holy. And he lives in you. So you cannot just live anyhow. Mary. See, you can get so close to God. eh? When your husband is even going to talk to you, he'll be careful what he'll say to you. Because there will be a glory on your life. No, one I'm telling you, the glory of God can so surround you. Today, when Selassie was coming, I was tearing up. Oh. I was tearing up. I looked at the lady, and there was glory on her life. I looked at her, I'm like, God. Because the lady purposed in her heart over three years ago to live right. It has not been easy. To live right, not misbehave, but to trust God. It has not been easy. It is not easy to be a single mom and live right. There were days she said yes and said to me, Pastor, sometimes I go to God, I'm like, God, am I not living right? Why? Why am I? And the person who was not eating her well, God, he doesn't throw his stone at you. He waited. The person invested money and fixed his place. Immediately, they decided to do road. And of all the places that were along the same place, they didn't use anywhere. They, they, they planted a gutter to go through the guy's company. So that the company would never exist again. When you deal with a child of God who has a fellowship with the Holy Spirit, be careful. Because if you are not careful, a judgment will come. Because when you grieve him, Shkatushki Palahatas. The Holy Spirit is telling me that he is not grieved just because we sin. But when people do things against you, it grieves him. He will deal with the person for you. Oh, I enjoyed this one. I enjoyed this one. And, uh, have you seen? Gotau. They're the Gotau. 
That place can never ever survive again till heaven comes. Be careful when you come against God's child. Because if the person has a relationship with the Holy Spirit, he says, grieve not the Holy Spirit. I pray for you today. The Holy Spirit is a person. It is a fearful thing to fall into the hands of God. I hope I've said some sensible things in my, my discourse with you. Hallelujah. Mm. Why do we have a fellowship with the Holy Spirit? Because, because of what Jesus has done for us. Are you listening to me? Jesus, Jesus, Jesus by his finished words, gives us an experience with the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. The Holy Spirit dwells in us because we have been sanctified by the blood that was shed on the cross of Calvary. We have been what? Sanctified by what? That was shed on, on the cross of Calvary. Hebrews chapter 10 verse 29. Hebrews 10 29. 1 Corinthians chapter 6 verse 11. Any of them that you put there. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Write it later on when you go home. You, 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 you. The Holy Spirit, when you have a fellowship with him, he helps you to overcome temptations. He does what? He helps you to what? He helps you to do what? Romans chapter 8 verse 1 to 14. When you read it, he helps you to overcome temptations. See, the Holy Spirit helps you to forget about condemnation. He says, there is not therefore no condemnation to them that are in Christ Jesus. I mean, do you know where that scripture is? Romans chapter 8 verse 1 yeah yeah the bible tells us in romans chapter 5 verse 1 having therefore peace having therefore romans romans 5 give me romans 5 therefore being justified by faith we have peace with god through our lord jesus how do we get the peace the holy spirit supplies it the holy spirit does what oh charlie we came to pray oh, look at it. but is somebody getting blessed is somebody getting blessed so we are sanctified by the holy spirit because of the blood that jesus shed number two we um, um, um we we experience the love of god because of the holy spirit romans chapter 8 verse 15 the spirit you receive does not make you slaves so that you live in fear again rather the spirit you receive brought about your adoption to sonship and by him we cry abba father so when you see a christian who is always fearful what is the reason what is the reason talk to me yes he doesn't have a fellowship with the how are we together yes are you writing the scriptures now yes romans chapter 8 verse 15 he, he, for for ye have not received the spirit of bondage again to fear but ye have received the spirit of adoption so when i'm walking i'm teaming i'm dead he said come come i've been watching you i don't know who you are come 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 i've been watching this beautiful lady uh, look at her look at her everybody look at her i'm working with this one so let's say i adopt her as my little sister mm? once i adopt her my e-class that is coming it becomes her car the the jaguar that is coming it becomes her the house that i'm building that she didn't buy cement it becomes her The wife that I give chop money that she did not give some, when they cook the food, it becomes her. Are we together? When I die without a law, a will, when I die without a will, and they are sharing their property, 
because I have adopted them. Are you listening to me? They will share their property between her and Eliezer. This is what the Holy Spirit has given to us. We have been adopted by the Father. So now she will not be afraid of how much money she has. She can only dream big dreams. Because the money that Jesus made available for us is available for her. Are we together? Put your hands together for the Lord. That's what the Holy Spirit does. And how many of you want that kind of walk with God? Walk with the Holy Spirit. I want you to close your eyes begin to pray. Begin to pray in this place. Begin to pray in this place. Begin to pray in this place. Father, I have fellowship with you. I've shared experience with others. I use my gift to be a blessing to people because of my fellowship with the Holy Spirit. I want everybody to pray right now. Fellowship with the Holy Spirit means share with him. As we fellowship with the Holy Spirit, there is a mingling of our lives with his life. There's a mingling. There's a communion. There's a, there's a, there's a, we, 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 we have access to the resources of God. We have, we, we have his guidance. We have his help. We have his anointing. We have his power. When we have fellowship with the Holy Spirit, he means that whatever is, whatever the Holy Spirit has, we have the same. We have access to his anointing. We have access to his power. We have access to his gifts. We have access to heaven's resources we are companionship with him we are in intimate relationship with him he talks to us he gifts us with the gift of the spirit he 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 manifests his fruits in us that we have patience we have long suffering it comes by our fellowship with the holy spirit it comes by our fellowship with the holy spirit my god we're going to turn this into a book immediately i want you to pray right now and say lord i want to have a relationship with you i want to have a relationship with you holy spirit holy spirit coming to my life david said my eyes are ever towards you lord for you shall pluck my feet out of the net it was david who said that in psalm 25 verse 15 he said my eyes are ever towards you lord for you shall pluck my feet out of the net he says the secret of the lord is with those who fear him he will show them his covenant psalm 25 verse 14 why when you have a fellowship with the holy spirit uh, he reveals to you the secret of god uh, he will show you the covenants of god uh, he reveals the truth from god's word to you the holy spirit is a revealer of the truth the holy spirit is the revealer of the truth i want you to pray right now and say precious holy spirit uh, daddy holy spirit uh, abba father i invite you into my life uh, i want to have a fellowship with the holy spirit i want to have a fellowship with the holy spirit i want to have a fellowship with the holy spirit lord i want to have a fellowship i want to have an intimate relationship with the holy spirit i want to have an intimate relationship with the holy spirit i want to have an intimate relationship fellowship with him helps us to hear when he speaks ah we become sensitive to his leadings we become sensitive it's a benefit of the holy spirit 
yeah, he will nudge us. He will prompt us. He will prompt us to say or to do something. He will prompt us. Sometimes he will have a witness in our spirit that nudges us to either act in this way or that way. You are praying for that whole fellowship. You are praying for that witness with the Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit, nudge my heart. Holy Spirit, guide me. Holy Spirit, I, I invite you into an intimate relationship with you. I will not quench the Holy Spirit. Uh, I will not quench because I know He's sensitive. Uh, I will understand that we will nudge me. Uh, the Holy Spirit produces the fruit of the Spirit in you. In the name of the Lord Jesus, uh, He brings deep transformation to our lives uh, by helping us to manifest the fruit of the Holy Spirit. Uh, the Bible says in Galatians 5, uh, verse 22 to 25, uh, it says, But the fruit of the Spirit is love. Uh, joy peace long-suffering kindness goodness uh, ah, faithfulness gentleness self-control that is what the holy spirit when he comes to a fellowship with you a fruit uh, a, a residual that he's with you because you have submitted yourself to him is that he nudges your spirit uh, is that he he causes you to 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 have have, have patience because he tells you you can trust me wait he he causes you to have self-control over addictions over lifestyles that does not honor god you 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 have self-control you have self-control you have self-control he helps you to crucify your flesh Ah, with eight passions and desires. Uh, the Holy Spirit helps you to crucify your flesh. Uh, with eight passions and desires. Uh, he said, if we live in the Spirit, uh, let us walk in the Spirit. Uh, uh, as the Holy Spirit walks with you, and you walk with Him, uh, He strengthens you to overcome temptations. Uh, he strengthens you to overcome temptations. Uh, we are able to make good decisions uh, and say no to things that could cause us harm uh, or to be sinful unto us uh, because now we have self-control our relationship with others prospers uh, because we are walking in kindness because we are walking in love because we are walking in the goodness we are walking in long suffering in patience uh, and in gentleness anytime you start walking in gentleness and and and, and in patience uh, it is because your fellowship with the holy spirit uh, that is the fruit uh, that is the is the is the is the residue that is that is the manifestation the expression the outward expression that you have a fellowship with the holy spirit uh, is that you become patient uh, you become a person who is patient uh, you become a very kind person ah you exude love uh, in the name of jesus ah when you when you have a fellowship with the holy spirit uh, you begin to operate in greater levels of, of the gifts of the holy spirit uh, he will freely give you this gift uh, and cause you to operate it in the, your life and that of others uh, he said to, to us in scripture he said for the gift of god is given for the profit of all for the gift of god uh, is given for the profit of all when the 
Holy Spirit comes to be with you. Ayosh kapori ane manoske eliria moske teria doshka arababa satalianda. Heavenly Father, have your way in our lives. From this day, let every one of us begin to have a fellowship with you, Daddy. Begin to have a fellowship with you, sir. Say we welcome you. We invite you into an intimate relationship. Lord, we did not know. But from this day, we will be intentional about our Christian life. 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 In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Kaloska Rambadoska. Kaloska Randala Brosha. Rambaboskata. Zankolololosa. Rambaboska. Eyeshkata. Eleiratal. Zanusketal. Zamoskatal. Eriskoto. In the name of Jesus. Somebody say, Precious Holy Spirit. Today. I invite you, lay your hand on your heart and let's pray that prayer. Say, precious Holy Spirit, I invite you today to come and live in my heart. To come and dwell with me. To come and be with me. Walk alongside me. Do life with me together. Help me to be a true Christian whose life honors you. Teach me your truth through the scriptures. Let me have fellowship with you. Thank you, Father, that my sins are forgiven, that I have a fellowship with you, that the blood of Jesus has sanctified me, that I have a fellowship with you, in Jesus' name, Amen. Come on, put your hands together for that. <laughs> How many of you have been blessed? This is what they used to teach us in Church of Pentecost. This is what they used to teach us in Church of Pentecost. And from this day, Faith Life Church, this is how we would teach. We would grow as Christians. I'm waiting for you to come and say, Pastor, I was praying last night. God spoke to me about something that we should do as a church. And I trust that what you have said is true. You know, two days ago, I was praying with my pastor friend. And then I said to him, let's pray that the Spirit of God will come upon our members. That they will be innovative. God will speak to them and show them what to do to grow our church. Hear me? Invite people. This is Christianity invite people let us grow together as christians and watch and see what god will do if you take the interest of his kingdom what he will do this year don't just come to church always invite somebody always bring somebody to church and watch and see what god your life will start flourishing things will work for you and you'll be amazed and jesus and for those of you watching us live via facebook we like you to begin your walk with God. When you wake up in the morning, say, Good morning, Holy Spirit. How are you doing today? Before you sleep, say, Good evening, Holy Spirit. Thank you for walking alongside me. I'm going to sleep. Watch over me. 
I'll wake up and then I'll talk to you. Thank you for today. When you are walking, talk to the Father. Commune. As you keep talking, you start hearing things in your heart. And that is the fellowship I've begun. Sometimes it's scripture. Sometimes it's song. Sometimes a word. A gentle whisper will come into your heart. It's the Holy Spirit that has begun a communion with you. And as you walk with God, God will take you places you never thought is possible. Hallelujah. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, thank you for your people. Bless them. Grace them. Favor them. In Jesus' name. Amen.